0: Pat, 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 pat. hello do the poop poop welcome to the Puggy show Here I go here I go It's episode 044. I'll tell you some jokes and maybe more. I tell you a thing and how my life is going on and maybe some of my strife and I tell you what I tell you now. Welcome to the podcast show! <laughs> oh, wow. How about that for an intro? Somebody cut that, splice it, throw some backing track in there, maybe some drum. Have fun with it. That's what I always say. Uh, that's what I always say. Have fun with it. That's what I always say. Um. Hey, what's up? Uh, It's... Podgus featuring allegus <laughs> aka Al Why am I so giggly, you ask? Well, um I don't know. I actually don't know. Um I'm procrastinating work by doing this, but this is also I don't want to call it work, but it's a business. And and let me get let me get something straight, you guys. Comedy is fun, but it's also a business, okay? So, I'm doing this because it's just all part of the business, you see, and I'm creating a brand, and I'm branding, and, uh, and as part of the brand, it's, this is the Podgus show. This is the Podgus show! (laughs) Um, that was actually pretty decent for an improvised opener. Let's, uh, I'm gonna have to listen back on that and see if I can turn it into something. Or why don't you turning it into turning? Why don't you turning it into? Now I'm talking like a Russian. Yes, why don't why don't you turning it into something? Yes, hello, welcome to the podcast show. My name is Ilgis. Why don't you take the openings and make and making a theme song for to put on YouTube? A quick little video you know i've only met maybe like two russians in my life and that's as good uh, an accent as i can get some people say i'm good at accents i don't even (laughs) i don't even know i mean i mean whatever it's it's like whatever you know (laughs) you know and and their words not mine you know so (laughs) whatever but um Accents for me—you just hear it, and you—I d- don't know what it is. Just my mouth just sort of imitates imitation. It just your your neurons kind of take care of it for you. I don't have any strategies. You just hear or see something, and you do your best to mime to to mimic it. That's all. Um, boy, oh boy. Okay. Um, welcome to Podcast Episode Forty Four, you guys. Right? Yes. Double checking, of course, which is what I do because I'm making it a deliberate tradition now. You know, before I hit record, I was like, I ought to check what episode it is. And then I said to myself, no, you know what? Even though by now I've learned to check beforehand, I'm still going to open the window and take a look and confirm on the fly, just so it feels familiar. Just so it feels like I've got a little mini tradition here, even though I'm kind of bluffing, and I, and now I've learned my lesson enough times to know to do it. Um, oh, there were things I wanted to open with, like, right out of the gate, coming in hot. I want to be silly today. This one's going to be a silly one, you guys. Maybe not a whole lot of self-reflection, because, um, not a whole lot of deeper introspection for two reasons. Number one, um, I'm doing pretty good lately, nothing to gripe about. However, I mean, that's all going to change because if you live in the province of Ontario in Canada, we are on uh, the cusp of another 21 day fucking lockdown. We're all going to lock down. All my gigs are cancelled. Everything's cancelled. So I'm grounded here and here I sit in my in my Fleece Atari sweatpants. And my pajama pants with Atari written all over them. Um, And, you know, this is going to be my life now for the next 21 days. I've invested in, in a new webcam. If you know anything about that Sega, I'm drawing it to a close. And hopefully this new webcam fucking works. I spent a whole lot more on it, so it'll work. And then I'm going to, I do not I don't know, I'm going to take up Twitch streaming. Hopefully you guys like some of that. I'm going to Twitch stream myself playing some VG's or video games. uh, For if you like to actually use the words instead of abbreviating them. That's video games for all you laymen out there. And sorry to call you lame. And layman. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Uh, So, you know, if you live in um, Ontario, Canada, Hang in there, baby, okay? Grit your teeth, because I'm right there with you. For the next 21 days, it's going to be rough. Your mental health will once again be tested. Uh, You will feel lonely, I'm sure. But this is kind of, it's lockdown 2.0, so this gives you another chance to reflect on all the habits that you indulged, all the destructive, maybe counterproductive habits that you indulged in the previous lockdown. And, and work towards curbing them and minimizing them and working past them and being more uh, being more good to yourself, being better to yourself, being more better. Let's all be more better together. And that is my commitment to myself. I'm going to drink a hell of a lot more water. Um, I'm going to work on that album I told you guys about. I, al- I think I already told you about my New Year's resolutions that you can do anytime. New Year's can start anytime you want, so, hey, if your New Year starts on January 4th, then Happy New Year to you. I'm going to say Happy New Year every single episode now, (laughs) we're starting traditions, I'm going to sing an intro theme song, and um, and then I'm going to say a Happy New Year to you every time because it's a new year, it's a new week, it's a new day, it's a new hour. If you approach life with a with a freshness in everything you do, then maybe that's the trick to happiness and to trying things that you're not good at and to just being good to yourself, being like, "Hey, we're all we're all noobs out here. We're all noobies." And I think life gets a little easier when you realize that we're all noobs. We're all noobs. And by the time you're not a noob, you're dead. And even then you're kind of a noob. I feel like to really get the hang of living, you know we should all live to like 150 and then at that point we'll probably get the hang of living because then by then if you go the traditional route you'll have you'll have grandkids and they'll have kids and yeah you'll probably like do another another th- three or four generations so by then you'll be so wise and then by then that's probably a good point to die because you've seen a rotation of, like, five or six generations. And so you know by then you kind of get the hang of of the pattern of a, a human life of its own, you know what I mean? So probably, I think the new human age should be 150. Okay, science, let's get to work on that. Try and make us live to 150, but also um, only make us live to 150 science. But only science, if you're listening, if any scientists listen to this podcast, let us live to 150, but only if you can extend youth and middle age uh, and and adulthood to like make it a good sizable, if you could stretch the 20s for actual 20 years, you know, keep the teens to what they are. Let's be real, because that shit is awkward as fuck. You're pimply as hell. Oh, your voice is going all like this. You're getting boners all over the place. You're coming in your bed every other night. Even though you're jerking off three times a day, you're still coming in your bed. You can't control your boners. And for the ladies, uh, your your boobs are getting are hurting and growing and and. See, uh, now I kind of get a feel of it because I'm going through second puberty here, but I don't, but I still don't think it's the same. So whatever you went through your first period, holy moly, and learning to cope with a period, boy, oh boy. Let's keep that uh, nice brief, uh, you know, five-year span where it is. And then 20s, let's extend 20s for 20 years. Okay, science? Um... And then are you, I hope you're taking notes, scientists, and if you know any scientists, if you're a listener to, of this podcast, please hand it over to scientists for a study so that they can work on this, because these are great ideas. Why don't we do it this way? Your 20s are 20 years now, your 30s are, you get 30 years of your 30s, and then your 40s you get 40 years of that. So that's why they call them your 20s, your 30s, and your 40s, okay? Yeah, doesn't that make sense? How about that, guys? You get, you get to be 20 for 20 years, and then you get to be 30 for 30, and then you get to be 40 for 40, unless that sucks. I don't know how bad your 40s are. And then maybe you die right after that. How about that, science? <laughs> I don't know, science. Either make us live to 150 or uh, extend... I guess the, everybody's already trying, but try harder, science. That's all I'm saying. Try it. You could try a little bit harder, science. Um, uh, what, today I watched uh, the top 10 best video games of all time, but from IGN, which I never know. What does IGN stand for? IGN. What does IGN stand for? Does anyone know? I-G-N. Let's spell it properly this time, Algus. Um, See, even in the title, it doesn't even say. American Video Games, uh, IGN Entertainment. Oh, see, now this is going to bother me. IGN, what does it stand for? What does it stand for? Absolutely, Imagine Games Network. Good God. IGN, good God, y'all. What does it stand for? Absolutely. Imagine Games Network. Uh, Doesn't have the same ring to it as the original song, but we tried. It's Imagine Games Network. Can you imagine games? (laughs) What a fun name. Hey bro, Imagine Games. You know, maybe that's how video games or just games in general were invented. But way back in the caveman days, before, when it was just surviving and hunting and eating and pooping uh, and maybe procreating, I guess. That's not really a game, so that's, that doesn't count. Uh, the first ever caveman to go, they were just kind of sitting around bored. And they are like, what is this feeling? What is, We've already done the hunting. We've already done the gathering. We've done the nesting for the day. We've done the procreating. I nutted, I got my nut, so, <laughs> so what do we do now? We're all safe and cozy. And then one of them said, hey, imagine games. And then the first games were invented. And then cavemen learned how to pass the time after that, because the, the most clever caveman or woman uh, said, hey, imagine games. And then, that's also the origin story of the Imagine Games Network, because uh, that was the first time anyone imagined games. Um, Okay, moving on. So I watched the top 10 uh, of IGN's video games, and it was a pretty cool list. There are some games in that list that I've played, some that I have not, but I'm about to. Mass Effect 2 was like number six or something like that. Half-Life 2... Portal 2 I love. If you haven't played Portal 1 or 2, play them in order because the first one's fantastic, but the second one, yes, is a masterpiece. They're both so good. Play the Portal games. Huge recommend on those. Um number 1 was Breath of the Wild, which I still think is a little bit overrated, but I I'm I'm starting to soften up because everybody says it's great and I recognize that I'm maybe I'm just being a contrarian. But there was no story, and I like a good story in my video games. I need to, otherwise, my attention span runs amok, and I can't let it run amok. Even though open world is the new thing, and of course, I'm gonna, open world is built for running amok. And um, while that was fun for GTA 5, I tend to get a little bit bored of running amok, unless somebody's watching, and and then like I can find. it. When I'm doing it on my own, it's fun, whatever, but, like, I want to, I don't know. I didn't glean as much creativity and, and enjoyment out of Breath of the Wild as other people did, and I and I don't know why. But GTA Five, you can find creative ways of, like, killing civilians and killing yourself, and that's kind of, I guess, the morbid side that's fun to me, maybe. I don't know. There was one time that I played GTA Five online, and, um, quick story. I was playing online, and... I'm, this is probably an indicator right here that ties in quite nicely. I, I'm i very objective based when it comes to video games. I like to have a nice little objective to work towards. And so uh, in GTA 5 when you play online, you're in the city and there's a whole bunch of other players out there with you and you can recognize them when they drive their car through a restaurant or when they, when a helicopter flies so low in the beach that the blades start chopping people in half you're like oh that's a human player that's not ai <laughs> um so you know you got up a whole bunch of guys playing and uh and i saw a helicopter in the middle of the road and no no wait the story doesn't go like that <laughs> wait, i take that back i didn't see it yet so i got this little notification that was like hey go over here and blow up these two motorcycles so I said demolitions. Okay, I love blowing stuff up. So I went and I blew up these motorcycles, and then all of a sudden, like the chat in the in the uh, server that I was in went nuts. People were like going crazy. Somebody was like, "Hey, who the fuck blew up my motorcycles? What the fuck, dude? Those were worth three hundred thousand dollars each." And I'm like, uh. First of all, video game dollars, bro, get a life. Second of all, don't just leave them out there. If you know it's GTA rules and they're going to blow up. What do you, why are you so surprised? How are you so surprised when this game is built entirely on running around, murdering sh- people and blowing shit up and then you, and then you have the audacity to be shocked when it happens to you, bud. Maybe you need to take a good long look in the mirror. But anyways, it wasn't just him that yelled at me. Everybody in the chat jumped on board and was like, "You know, apparently there's some Fast and the Furious, uh, fucking bro code." And people were like, "You, you just don't do that. You don't blow up another person's stuff. You just don't." And I was like, "I didn't, I didn't know any of this. The game just told me to do it." I sounded pretty dumb at that point. I was like, oh, I don't know, the game. But the game said, the game told me to go and to do and to put the explosives on the motorcycle. So I, I did. I put the explosives on the motorcycle. If the game told me to jump off a bridge, like I probably, I would I would jump out of, off a bridge, I guess. I would do that if the game told me. And everybody was so mad. And everybody, and of course, you know, when people are mad and they're anonymous on the internet, they say some really awful things and they become inhuman in their vitriol. So I noticed nearby, see, this is where the helicopter came in. I did a bit of accidental foreshadowing there. <laughs> so I noticed a helicopter parked obviously in the middle of the fucking street. And I was like, you know what? Uh... These angry people are going to show up here pretty soon and they're going to come from my uh, virtual head. So I'm going to make a hasty escape. And what do you know? This helicopter is right here in the middle of the street. So I took the helicopter and I started flying off. And then the chat went nuts some more. And the same guy was like, What the fuck? And you took my helicopter? What the fuck? (laughs) And at that point... All my guilt was washed clean away, I was <laughs> I was, I had the best time making off with this dude's helicopter after he cussed me out. Even though, you know, in in the grand scheme of things, in the transcript of this interaction, sure, he was an asshole, but I was the instigator. And I I blew up his motorcycles, which apparently were worth a lot of video game money. Uh, not real, of course, unless he like fucking put real money <laughs> into the game and I blew it up. Oh, I kind of hope that's true. I hope that's the case because then I hope he learned a lesson. <laughs> park park your motorcycles in an underground garage, dude. It's, it's fucking San Andreas, bro. Wait, no, it's not San Andreas. It's Los Santos, dude. GTA rules, dude. So I flew away with this guy's helicopter and the whole chat was like, bro, you never fly away with another man's helicopter. I'm like, who fucking wrote these unwritten rules? And how was I supposed to know? So fuck all of you guys. Get bent. So I, uh needless to say, I flew away with the helicopter and uh I had my fun until it blew up. Whoopsie. I blew up his helicopter too. So, uh, you know. Um, maybe I'm in the wrong here. I still, I'm still not sure. You know, in most cases, if I had known better, I would have maybe left this stuff alone. But at the same time, why are you precious about video game possessions, you know? And it's GTA. You could steal another bike. You could steal another helicopter. They're fucking everywhere. And it's not like the law is going to step in the way. You could literally shoot a police officer and his partner will be like, what was that? And, and, like, look around, even though the corpse of his best friend is laying at his feet, he'll be like, huh? What was that noise? You know? Video games are so fun like that. It's great. It's hilarious. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, so top 10 video games. What are yours, everyone? Comment wherever. Uh, I probably won't see them, but... <laughs> Uh, comment somewhere, wherever you get this podcast, just put it out there. Throw a comment up. Uh, I'll, I'll, I guess I could track it down. I don't know. Shoot me a message maybe on social media and be like, hey, I commented. Here's my comment over here. I said what my top 10 video games are. And I'll take a look. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, (laughs) no, no guarantees. Um, but... Uh, yeah, comment on wherever you find my podcasts. You know what? Say whatever the fuck you want underneath. Don't say mean stuff, though. Be, if you're gonna, if you're gonna say anything, either say something positive or just be completely random. Just say something completely off topic. Just comment absolute absurdist nonsense. Do that for me. If you're, uh, on all of my comp podcasts, um I'll probably do a better job of like following up and looking at where these things are posted and where the if if you're able to comment I don't even know. Give my podcast a if you're on Apple though, give it five stars. That would be great. That would help me out big time. But otherwise, I don't know, comment fucking absurd nonsense. I don't care. No rules, dude. Don't let me tell you what to do. Um <laughs> So I'm playing uh, several video games, and I will be playing lots of them over the next 21 goddamn days. Um, there goes all my money, though. I'm going to have to save. I'm going to have to... Uh, I, I resolve to drink a lot less alcohol during this phase. I'm just going to be a good little girl and sit on my tuchus. Sit on my tooth and not do anything. Really just fucking read. I've got a, a backlog of three books that I intend to read. And I'll read those books. And uh, it's a Will Smith biog- autobiography, I guess, that I got for Christmas. A biography on Elton John that I got last Christmas. Um, because, you know, uh, I came out as queer and and whoever gave me that gift was like, hey, this is gay. So, you know, you're probably going to You'll like it. <laughs> I'll be like, I mean, I, I don't mind Elton John. I'm not like a, I don't go out of my way to listen to him. They're like, well, trust me, he's really gay. You'll like this. <laughs> mm. uh, gay equals you. So here's something gay. Um, That's always funny. I had him for a while. There was somebody, there are people, some people who, who uh, befriend me online who just inundate my inbox, and one guy, it's it's cute, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, it's nice when people want to connect, and I would never fault anyone for wanting to connect with me. I love it. But uh, sometimes it can be a little annoying in some places. When somebody just sends me like, drag race stuff, and they're like, you like this, right? You like it, you love it, you love it though, oh, you remind me so much of this one, and, and you're so much like this one, I'm like, uh, you're projecting. It's all pro- uh, projection. So see, in those cases, I don't like interacting with those people because they're not talking to me. They're talking to some idea of me, some flamboyant, uh, some flamboyant, fabulous version of me. I wish I was more fab. I wish I was more fab. I want to be more fab. I want to post pictures of myself in my in lingerie. Fuck it. On, on Instagram. I want to do that. But I know my family is watching, and they're not gonna like it, and it's gonna be weird, and whatever. <sighs> but I wanna i want to post thirst traps. Of course I do. I got a pretty decent body. I still have abs left over from my male hormone, from my male life. And they're gonna go away with the estrogen that I'm taking, and I'm gonna miss them. So I wanna post all the pictures of my abs. I wanna be gratuitous and cocky and... Egotistical about it because it's gonna go away. Is is it? uh, It's not At what point is it egotistical and at what point is it not you know what I mean like Okay, check it out. I watched Iron Man 2 with my roommate. We also resolved we decided to watch all of the Marvel movies While we're both sitting on our butts. So we're we're only two in we watched Iron Man 1 and 2 and in Iron Man 2 He knows he's gonna die because, without spoiling anything, but I mean, the, sh- the movie's like 20 years old now. Um, Tony Stark knows he's gonna die, and so he starts living recklessly. He like, these races an F1 car, he gets drunk and fights another, uh, he fights fucking war machine at a party. He just gets reckless, and he stops caring. And, and like, no, and you know, everybody's like, hey, don't do that. But you would, you would understand if you knew he was dying. So if I could just, if I could just put an asterisk besides, beside the next phase of my posting, if I could just post so many pictures of me in lingerie with my abs out, just flexing real hard, just flexing. I just want to flex really hard on my abs before they're gone and before I'm just sharing old Pictures of Guy, I guess f- posing beside a giant plastic shark with a surfboard with my dreads fucking thrown over one shoulder, you know? It's a- that's a fine picture, but like, I still got abs, why can't I- I wanna show them without being called an egotistical prick. Because I'm lamenting their impending disappearance. Ah, uh, whatever. This is some privileged moaning but they're gonna be gone, you know? I know they're gonna be gone. So part of me wants to celebrate them publicly, (laughs) I guess. Maybe it's the public part that's egotistical. You know, uh, probably a a meditative, a Buddhist type would tell me why why the public portion is necessary. I don't know, but that's who I am. How do I know I exist? How do I know I matter if nobody else knows (laughs) oh boy how do you know um i don't know don't listen to me about that that's some very flawed logic i just i just let you in on one of my uh fatal flaws right there all in an instant um my need for validation and my uh fear of being Insulted or or whatever, you know, that's why I don't post as often as I do. I would post so many gratuitous ab ab shots if it wasn't for The the handfuls of comments from my friends and family being like oh like rolling their eyes get over yourself But they're right, in a way, I don't know, I don't know, guys. Follow me on fucking TikTok, though, so I'm gonna try and maybe write a lot more during this break, I'm gonna try and post some more. I do love posting, um, I do love posting clips of my stand-up, I don't, I never find myself funny at home on demand, it's so hard to be funny at home on demand, like when I'm fucking, cooking and I'm dancing around and I'm saying some shit or I'm like quoting a thing or I'm just riffing on the spot, that's good. But like when you train a camera on me and you're like, do it again. Uh, well, I guess that's what acting is. Shit. See, I just exposed another fatal flaw that I'm crap at acting. <laughs> I'm a crapter. I'm a Toronto craptor at acting. I'm a cractor. That doesn't sound right. Um, I'm checking the weather right now. Because it was minus seven an hour ago and now it's one degree. And I want to step out. Um I want to step out to pick up some uh laundry detergent because we're all out and we're all all we have left are Tide Pods. And if you listened two episodes ago, you know that I'm me and Tide Pods have don't have the best relationship. I don't like them. I don't like them. They come, Tide Pods explode, blue jism. All over one or two pieces, one or two articles of my clothes, and I have to throw them back in the wash to fix them. So I'm not using TIE pods no more. Um, uh, let's move on. What else we got here? I saw a clip of somebody quoted, no, it was a clip on YouTube spliced in of Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino. And I'm not sure I was supposed to find that movie as funny as I did. But, and and forgive me for this next part, because this is uh, classic fucking white privilege here. But um, that level of old, out-of-date, man, cartoonish racism, it's cartoonish to me. That level of vitriol, I love that word, um, that level of, um, oof, uh, oh God, I had the word. It was a good word and I lost it, not a hatred. Ugh, oh, I lost it. It was a great word. Trust me. Okay, guys, trust me on the word I was going to use. Imagine fury, the word fury and, uh, boiling, raging, uh, fury. Damn it. Just imagine a great word for that. (laughs) That's the word I said. Um, The level of hatred towards people for just existing, conceptually, uh, and and in execution in this movie, to me, is just hilarious. I just think it's so funny that Clint Eastwood growls. He just growls. That's the way he talks. He's like, fucking Koreans, on his front porch. Get off my lawn <laughs> And it's to me that's so funny. Even though I I'm sure he represents a very real uh uh subsection of uh of humanity and American America maybe in in particular, but also you know, everywhere. I just think it's hilarious just how he growls everything. His delivery to me is funny. Old racist white man is and again, this is uh, maybe that's privileged because I never have to experience shit like that and it's probably too real for a lot of people So I count myself lucky that I can find actual humor in this, but I don't think it was supposed to be funny But I still laughed my way through Gran Torino just him just being Overwhelmed with hate at the existence of someone else to me conceptually is kind of hilarious You know what I mean? The fact that there are people out there Who are like, oh, gay people, oh, they're just fuming, sitting in a chair in their living room. And the, just the thought, the idea of a gay person existing. And they're just like, oh, oh, oh!" and and I just think that's so funny. Like, what, why, (laughs) what, (sighs) you know? What are they, d- and at that point, like, it's all, it's all on you. They're not doing anything to you. You're just sitting in your chair thinking about them. Why are you so mad? Why are you so mad, Herman, age 87 in Idaho? What What? what about, the, just the, the thought of a gay person existing? What is it, the thought of two men giving each other a little smooch on the lips that makes you <laughs> crush your empty beer can in your fist while you watch football? <laughs> you know
1: oh gay people oh,
0: get off my lawn so that's what that reminds me of Gran Torino and Clint Eastwood just being so mad and you know what I, I understand I know the movie was about he was a war vet and he fought in Korea so he has his own personal reasons whatever they are for resenting an entire race of people I remember, I mean, that movie wasn't as simple as I'm making it to be. Of course, there was like, there was depth to it. And then in the end, he became friends with, uh, from what I remember, he became friends with the other main character, the Korean boy, if I recall. <clears throat> it was one of those overcoming racism stories. And I don't, I don't remember much else, but I remember finding Clint Eastwood hilarious in that movie, even though maybe I wasn't supposed to. I don't know. I should follow up on that and see if anyone else online or in existence laughed their way through Gran Torino because, of, well, I don't know. Clint Eastwood is also super conservative, though, right? And I know that doesn't necessarily mean racist, but I mean, you know, uh, they. Uh, I'm not saying. I'm not implying. I'm not in. I'm not implying, but uh, I'm not saying causation. But I am saying a little bit of, a little bit of correlation, (laughs) a little bit, Um. enough to draw the eye, perhaps, sometimes, Um, depending on how far you swing on the political spectrum, as it were. Uh, Anyways, um, yeah. Gran Torino, get off my lawn. I just think that's so funny. Even though he had a gun cocked on them. The way he like growled everything out the side of his mouth. Hey, do you remember when um, Clint Eastwood did the thing with the chair? There was some kind of, I think it was a primary maybe? An election season thing? Clint Eastwood talks to chair. He talked to a chair. Oh, uh, at the 2012 Republican National Convention, Clint Eastwood had endorsed Mitt Romney. This was um, the second election cycle of Obama's second term. This was leading up to Clint Eastwood talked to an empty chair. Let's look up these images. Oh, these images. <laughs> That's so funny. He's like he's got his podium and he's got an empty chair. And and so many of these pictures, it's so great. He's like gesturing casually to this empty chair. <laughs> I remember. This is what I remember from that. He pretended like Obama was, he was speaking directly to Obama. Um, I think, yeah, he pretended like Obama was beside the chair. Oh, some of these pictures are great. There's some memes of like, there's a little holographic Princess Leia standing on the chair so funny um i think the idea he was supposed to the idea i believe was him challenging an absentee president basically that's how i remember it but i remember it getting fucking ridiculed <laughs> there's another picture of oh that's kind of funny there's a picture of clint eastwood uh lecturing a different chair Backstage at the Tony's okay, so he at least like since then has had a sense of humor about it And there's a picture of him doing it again backstage somewhere looking like he's talking to a chair all right That's pretty funny because from what I remember uh, by all accounts uh, It was hilarious and cringy and weird and even conservatives were like "Ugh, this This is painful, man. (laughs) You're talking. You thought this would be clever, but it's... Oh, boy. Can you quit talking to the chair? It's making all of us uncomfortable. Yeah, so I remember when he talked to the chair. You know you've lost your mind when you think talking to an empty... I don't know. Maybe, say, hey, it's art. Maybe some people can talk to a chair and make it work. Uh, (laughs) Hi, I'm... (sighs) <sighs> hey, chair, what's it, what's it like being you? Oh, I smell like farts and there's an imprint on me at all times. <laughs> I made my chair smell like Mickey Mouse. That was an acting decision from me. That was an improv acting decision made by me. Okay, deal with it. Uh, Maybe I just suck at acting. Maybe I just need to get used to that. Maybe I just suck at acting. Hmm. I'm good at stand-up. Maybe I just suck at acting. Uh, But I'm good at acting like a stand-up. Who knows? Somebody message Clint Eastwood and I'll sit in the chair next time. And I'll pretend to be Obama and he can yell at me in a chair. Or whatever. I'm sure he... um, This is very presumptuous of me, but I'm sure knowing where he aligns politically, I'm sure he would have some... Questions and challenges towards somebody like me. So I'll sit on the chair and I will let this, oh boy, he looks like a lizard. He looks like a Komodo dragon in some of these pictures. With his leathery, oh, I mean, I know he's old and I shouldn't make fun of him just because he's aging and that's natural, but he looks like a Komodo dragon in some of these. Yeah, he looks like an iguana. (laughs) Clint Iguana Eastwood. Talking to a chair. Next time he does, the, the, we should put an iguana in the chair. So it's like he's having a conversation with a different version of himself. A reptilian version of himself. Clint Eastwood talks to an iguana. (laughs) Can someone set that up? Send a note to his agent. Clint Eastwood talks to an iguana as as another idea. Go for it. And you can pretend it's Biden. So it's another wrinkly animal. And then you can go ahead and just and indulge all your complaints and your grievances uh, against another old lizard. And it'll be like, you know, it'll be like you talking to yourself, but also talking to Biden and talking to anyone old. Because old people are lizards. There we go. Tying it all together. Um, I got four minutes left. What am I going to do to fill these? I got notes here, but they're all too long form. Um... I just think the con- I'll just I'll I'll finish on I'll just riff. Uh I just think the idea not that that's not what I was doing already. <laughs> hey, I've been riffing for 41 minutes. What should I do now? Um Yeah. I think the idea that to me I I wish I could articulate it better. It's it's something that's crossed my mind so many times that I haven't quite been able to explain why. Uh, I think it's funny, but it's also something that i I struggle to rationalize in my head. You know what I mean? I like the same way that that the podcast like a few times before um i was g I was talking about how somebody thinks there are comics out there who think that everything that I'm doing, my transition, and everything is all just like a ploy, an act, a strategy. To gain success in entertainment, and that I'm not you know me <laughs> uh and and I really struggle to wrap my head around that because and I think this is it this is the tie in to like people who are who are racist or transphobic or homophobic without ever having actually met um any of the people who belong in those categories because because if you've met like one or two and you had a bad experience then that is just. Uh, shortcut, and I'm not condoning this. Obviously, that should go without saying. But that's just sort of shortcutting logic, stereotyping. Obviously, that's just what stereotyping is. You meet like one or two, and then you you're like, I met them all, and I don't like any of them. But if you've never met, I don't know if just the thought of someone in another group just makes your blood boil. No interaction, nothing, just their their presence in your consciousness if it is that much of an invasion of your psyche to to hold a conscious thought about this group that you hate that much that level of hatred is something that i cannot possibly rationalize to myself and that's why i find it fascinating and of course i'm not so i'm not saying i'm above uh fucking racist t- tendencies, man, you heard me in one of the last few I talked about those murder mysteries where I pretended to be uh a, like a hardcore rice hat wearing asian for some of these murder mysteries and like I fucking stereotype sometimes. I don't think anyone's uh immune to being to to the occasional prejudiced thought. But it's how you rationalize those things and it's how you combat them and and reason with them. Uh, That fascinates me, especially people who have never challenged themselves on it, but who are more than willing to indulge in overwhelming, visceral reaction to it. That to me is fascinating, you know? Even though, you know, Clint Eastwood's character, he like went to war and he fought Koreans, so that's stereotyping, that's prejudice. He just, he was like, I fought a whole bunch of you and you're all in my country now and it's my country, and I was, hey, you know, this you know, long ago, I, I shot one of you with a gun, and now you're here. What the hell, man? Um, Get off my lawn. You guys remember Harrison Ford? Get off my plane. I just hope, this is my hope for 2022. This is my closing uh, notes. My closing hopes. I hope that I'll be able to wrap my head around and articulate certain things that are difficult for me to process. And, fuck, I, like, this is the other thing, I don't want to come across as sanctimonious by saying any of that shit. Because I'm not, you know? I'm I'm not, uh, ugh, it makes me feel gross, the idea that I would present myself as holier than anyone else, that's fucked. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty fucked up myself, you guys. I eat my pizza crust first. You know, I'm crazy. I'm out there, man. I don't know. People who uh, try and who don't even bother trying to educate themselves or break their ignorance. Maybe go out of your way and meet one of the people that you think you hate so much. I don't know. <laughs> um uh where was i yeah so hey guys take take my word for it i'm not i'm not i'm not a good egg so fuck don' <laughs> jesus sanctimonious kiss um if there's one thing i want uh two thousand twenty two to be or have more of i want more of people say- growling the line get off uh something get off my Get off my something. I want more lines where a a disgruntled older fellow growls, get off my blank. Can we do that? 2022, more movies, somebody being like, get off my bed. That would be so cool. If there was a movie, fuck, do like a a, a weird Gran Torino flip thing where Clint Eastwood's character is like an old gay man and... um. A woman tries seducing him, like maybe his husband dies and it's really tragic because it's got to be real and you got to have good tragedy in there because the guy was a war vet and there's, there's no minimizing that. So this guy is like an old gay man and his husband died and then maybe a, a woman tries seducing him going into his bed and he walks into his room and she's laying there in like skimpy lingerie with her abs out and she has sick abs and then he looks at her and and he's heartbroken and he's enraged by this by this image and he goes get off my bed and and then you know why don't we have that okay producers so i've i've spoken directly to the scientists so you guys know what to do make us live longer up to 150 or make our 20s 20 years and 30s 30 years please and thanks and now I've talked to movie producers. So get it done, producers. More movies with, with an old guy growling, get off my blank. And maybe a, a Clint Eastwood, Gran Torino gay version would be cool. Where he growls at a woman, get off my bed. That would be so cool. <laughs> equality. because And then when that happens, equality will be solved. And we won't have to worry about that anymore. Okay, hey! I hope you guys didn't uh, turn this off after my theme song. And thanks for listening up till this far. I don't even know. It feels like I haven't taken a breath since I started. Like I got a I'm developing a massive headache. So I'm going to go and drink water, maybe step outside cuz now that I see it's 1 degree and not -7, and I'm going to go and get some detergent for my clothes so they don't have blue tide come all over them when I wash them. Okay? Um hey guys, uh enjoy uh like and subscribe. Hey, rate my podcast. You know what? I'm going to start saying that at the end of these things. Uh give me 5 stars wherever you can. Please, a thumbs up or 5 star me. Uh, if you like it. If you don't, then please just move along. Please don't tear my ratings down. I'm still trying to build something. So, kindly, just be nice to me. That's all I ask. Please? And if you're not nice to me, then get off my podcast! Uh, thanks a lot, guys, for listening to podcasts. I'll talk to you, uh, anon. How's that, huh? Anon. Okay, uh, bye.